0: to get started visit plushcare.com slash weight loss that's plushcare.com slash weight loss one size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes nice dress uh it's a it's a t-shirt until you tried it on same goes for your health care that's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. It is no secret that my top manifesting hack is my daily use of subliminal audios. I mean, mostly because I'm lazy and I get to manifest in my sleep. What a goddamn dream. Who wouldn't love it? What's up, bitches? Welcome back to Law of Attraction Changed My Life. I am Francesca, your host, who has had a very eye-opening day, a very, very... I would say transformative day. Do you want to hear about it? Of course you do. So the book that we are doing, of course, all my stories start with the book we're doing in the book club this month. But honestly, the book we're doing in the book club this month is Happy Home, which is all about using the power of feng shui to make your home an absolute magnet to opportunities, abundance, love, health, all of the things that we want rather than our home being a source of stress or, you know, holding us back from what we want to do, which you'd be amazed. There's so many things in your home that are silently dragging you down every day. And it's not until you do these practices, you're like, ah, I see. But anyway, we are doing a very old school, legit form of feng shui. And what I've learned is that in the past, I have been guilty of the whole basic bitch version of feng shui which is like you google how do I attract love in my life or how do I do this and it's like oh put a picture of two people embracing in your bedroom or do you know what I mean like it's watered down basic bitch feng shui basically for westerners and so a lot of people like she says in the book a lot of people get their areas in their home wrong and this has happened to me so Today, our task was to take a floor plan of our house, measure it out, take a compass and figure out which corners of our home are our guas, which are like the different nine different areas of your life, based on their direction, which makes so much more sense than simply where is your front door, which anyone that's done simplistic, like westernized Feng Shui, it's like, where's your front door? Or well, my front door doesn't even fucking face the direction of my house. So it don't fucking work for me. So it took a while doing this, right? It felt quite good because it was quite challenging. And I felt really accomplished when I'd done it. And sure enough, would you believe it? The whole time, as I was doing it. In fact, when I was recording it beforehand, I was like, "Do you know what I'm so excited for? Is I really hope that an area of my life that's really shitty, I discover that it totally corresponds to a shitty part of my house, and it's like really easy to fix." Well, guess what? That happened. So, if you saw my Instagram stories yesterday, don't worry, you haven't missed it. Actually, I'm putting my entire feng shui journey on on a highlight reel on my Instagram. So it's on my at Francesca Amber one. Go check it out quite fun. I really enjoy the before and afters of all the decluttering. Um, so I did the map of my home and I discovered that my corners, like my prosperity corner, my love and relationship corners, all these things were not actually where I thought they were. And I have this corner of my home that I have always believed to be my helpful people and travel corner. And it is a real energetic Fucking drain. It is an eyesore. It's basically where my Wi-Fi router is. It's where my um cables come in for like my TV. And it's just basically down the side of my sofa. And it just seems to attract like there's always a spider there. And there's always just like stuff gets shoved down there because it's like down the side of the sofa. And it just attracts clutter and mess and it never looks nice. So <laughs> I was doing this thing right. I was doing this map. And I find out that that is my love and relationship corner. But not only that, I found out that if your home is not perfectly rectangular, if you have bits that are missing, then you have to fill them in as if it were a rectangle, because otherwise that means that that area of your life is quite literally missing. And guess what? I did not realise that because of the weird shape of my house where my front door protrudes out and like my hallway protrudes out and then I have like this bay window. Basically, guess what corner of my house is fucking missing? Love and relationships. I was shaken to my core because if I had done this practice, right? And there was this one corner that you could see inside. It was really like energetically bad. It attracted a lot of clutter. But on the outside, it was literally fucking missing. Like it was not there. If you then told me, oh, that's your family corner or that's your friendship corner or that's your money, your prosperity corner or that's your career I would have found that really hard to believe because quite honestly, out of the nine guas of your life, seven to eight of them, I would say actually eight are pretty much legit. Everything's going well. The one, the one area in my life that I am very, very poor in is love and relationships, 100%. So it just blew my mind that the one missing corner in my home was the love and relationship corner. It just fucking blew my mind. I mean, what are the chances? And of course, it's not coincidence because it's feng shui. But yeah, so who knew that I had this missing corner to blame for my two and a half year dick drought and my inability to have a relationship (laughs) with a man. So there we go. She lives and learns. I've cleared that corner out. I literally prioritised that. I did it straight away. And then I need to do some things to like, uh, basically rebuild that wall so you make like an energetic wall rather than oh it's the whole thing come and join us in the book club if you want to do this to your home because it honestly honestly is an eye-opener um it just made so much sense the one area of my life and my home the home that was that, was a, that was, a, was, a, was a shit show corresponded so yeah if you want to come and join us I always leave the link down below or it's at francesca amber dot com. It's not too late to join. We're only on like chapter three. You can easily catch up. And you know what? There's no better time than now. Anyway, what am I here to talk about today? Manifesting using the moon cycles. So this is something that I learned about. God, sorry, I feel like I just constantly talk about the books we're doing in the book club, but it's because it honestly affects my life so much. I live and breathe whatever book and practice we're doing each month. So last month, one of our Positively Wealthy um, exercises with Emma Mumford was a new moon and full moon ritual and to start just really being aware of the lunar cycle and how it affects us. So how can we use the lunar cycles to supercharge our manifestations and release blocks that are keeping us from abundance? Well, the moon is very powerful. We all know this And there are literal facts that back this up. It is a well-known fact that the hospitals always have more midwives on staff the nights that it is a full moon because more women go into labour. It is a well-known fact that more police are put on patrol on full moons because there is more crazy erratic behaviour. It's because the moon really does affect our energy. It affects our behaviour and all that jazz. And it does make sense. If you think about it, we are 60% water, and we can see, we can visibly see how much the oceans and tides are affected by the moon and the lunar cycles. And so, of course, we are too. So, not only do the moon cycles have a huge impact on our lives, but we can use this powerful energy, but we can use this powerful energy to manifest abundance into our lives. So, it's all about taking that energy, which if we don't know about it, can really sort of wreak havoc on our lives and actually harnessing it and using it to our own good. So whenever I talk about lunar cycles, I can't help but also think about women's menstrual cycles as well, because it is very much in tune. And I'm learning so much about this. It is truly, it's a game changer, it's a goddamn game changer. And it's something I'm working on. I don't want to talk about it until I really know what I'm talking about. And there's so much to it. But it is honestly a game changer for so many women. For so many years, I really struggled with certain weeks of the month, I would have a completely different personality. And I'd feel really introverted. And I didn't want to go out and I was really low energy. And then other weeks, I would be totally up for anything. And it was so erratic. And if you don't, Um, if you don't log that and you're not mindful of it you kind of end up booking different things like you might book a big business meeting on a week that you feel really low and really low energy Or you might schedule um, some downtime and have a weekend with no plans on the week that you're feeling really high energy and you want to be around people and that can make you feel really bad. So as soon as you actually start to track these cycles and become aware of it and your energy and the highs and the lows and the way that you change throughout the month, I'm telling you, girls, I'm telling you, it's a goddamn game changer. So I can't wait to share more of that soon. But for now, the moon cycles are very, very similar. So when we talk about manifesting using the lunar cycles, there are basically two main moon rituals or moon ceremonies, and I have now done both, and I absolutely love it. I love a ritual. I love a ceremony. I love burning shit in my garden. So these are really great for me. So the first is when we have the new moon, and this is also known as the manifesting moon. This is usually at the beginning of the month, of course, because our month, are not in sync with the lunar cycles because the patriarchy are trying to fuck our shit up, it doesn't always fall exactly the same time, but it's usually at the beginning of the month, which of course is a great time to really to make new goals and new commitments for the month ahead. So if you would like to manifest with the new moon, this is what you need to do. First of all, find out when the next new moon is. You can find this out on Google. It will tell you straight away. Or I have an app called Moonly, which is great. It gives you loads more information about just everything, every day. I fucking love it. So you want to set up a sacred space for your ritual. I personally prefer to do it in my garden. Maybe that's because I discovered this in summer. I might not be saying this in winter, but I personally love the feeling of being outside, closer to nature. And also there's no barrier between me and the moon. It's just, there's nothing in between us. You know, There's no roof, there's no window. And I really love that vibe. So you just want to choose somewhere where you are not going to be disturbed. And when we say like set up a sacred space, don't get scared by that word sacred. Don't think, oh, God, do I need to invite the Pope around? Like, no, it's just somewhere that you're not going to be um interrupted, somewhere where your children are not going to come and knock all your fucking crystals over, somewhere where you're not just sitting scrolling on your phone, like this is a place to be uh, conscious, to be present and to really dedicate this time, space and energy to this ritual. Something else I like to do is take my shoes off and ground myself whilst I'm doing this. You can use an aura spray or white sage if you want to cleanse the space. But because I do it outside, I must admit I don't really do this. Also, I do find that white sage smells like fuck it Oh, it smells like weed. It's horrible. Or have I just been given like dodgy white sage... <laughs> Imagine if I was just like smudging my house with fucking weed. Um, I'm actually going to ritualistically smudge my house this weekend and cleanse my house. And I'm very excited about it, but I'm not excited for the smell. But you can also use an aura spray, which is just a mix of essential oils. um, And you can find them online really easily. You can also light a candle with intention or have a fire pit. So I tend to have a fire pit for a full moon ceremony, but not a new moon ceremony. And of course, bring your crystals out, bring your crystals outside into the garden and let them recharge in the new moon and the full moon. So, the new moon, like I said, is the beginning of the month. It is time to really look ahead and create a manifest. And it's really simple. What you're going to do is write a manifesting list for the month ahead And you're going to write out a list of all of the things that you want to achieve. Now, these can be long term things as well. But what I would do is if you have a long term goal on there, I would really break it down and say, what is the one thing that I can do in this next month to move me closer to that goal? It's really thinking about goals in a monthly cycle. So what are things that you can achieve or take steps towards in the next four weeks? And once you've written this list, something that is really nice to do, and this is lovely. I feel like I haven't seen it much this summer. I don't know if it happens more in the winter time, but you know when you get that really bright moonlight that comes through your windows and it's so fucking bright not only leave your crystals to charge in that light, but leave your manifesting list, your goal list in the moonlight to charge overnight too. And then the next morning when it's done, keep it somewhere safe for the month because you'll want to look back and reflect on it later. So obviously, writing a goal list or writing a list of things you want to manifest at any time is incredibly powerful, but doing it on a new moon, it supercharges that shit. sometimes silly sometimes serious but always fun please join us because no matter who you are we all smell like humans please click the link in the show notes and so the second ritual that we can do using the lunar cycle is a full moon ritual So this one is not about creating, manifesting, looking ahead to the new. This is very much about reflection, looking back, looking at the things that have been affecting you in the past month. So again, you want to make a sacred space for yourself. I do prefer it outside. I love it in my garden. I like to play Hare Krishna music because I find it very, very relaxing. Light a candle with intention. Definitely get out those crystals and charge them in the full moon light. But this time we're going to be making a list of everything that is no longer serving you and that you want to release. So the full moon is not about creation. It's all about release and letting go. So some examples of things that you might want to let go and release are emotions, habits, situations, relationships, people, limiting beliefs, all these things. So to give you some examples, because I literally just did this tonight, um, I did things like emotional eating. I really want to give up emotional eating. I'm very aware since I started reading the Alan Carr book about emotional eating that I do eat to either reward myself or to change my mood and that is not healthy. And I will admit last month when I did my first ever um, full moon ritual, I also wrote it on that list too. Now, am I getting really down about the fact that I've written it two months in a row now and I've had some improvement, but not masses? Well, No, you can't have a certain behavior so ingrained in you for 37 years and then literally write it on one full moon and expect it to be 100% gone. Your journey may not even be linear. It's all about regularly. And that's the great thing about the moon cycle is this is something that is regularly recurring. It is a ritual. It's a practice. It's something you do over and over again. And it just makes you aware Hmm. I've written that on my full moon list like a couple of months in a row now. This is time to take it a little bit more seriously. Do you know what I mean? So I put on my list emotional eating, unhealthy eating habits, lack of exercise, lack of routine with my own sort of self-care. Sometimes I really do leave myself last. Like there were literally eight days the other week where I did not have any facial moisturiser like I just did not apply it It ran out I had none and I ended up using like basically foot cream (laughs) on my face and I gave myself acne so like really just taking a little bit better care of myself sometimes not going to bed super super late like not staying up until half one in the morning exactly like I'm doing now recording this podcast Not self-sabotaging and procrastinating by just being on my phone or just refusing to do the things that I know I need to do to move myself forward. All of these things can just go on your list of things that you want to release. So hopefully there's like, I'm sure there's a few there that resonate with you and you feel like, oh, God, yes, I do that too. But those are some examples. And don't be afraid of writing these out. I know that when we're writing affirmations, we would never write something in a negative frame or what we don't want. So we'd never write, I want to stop um, doing drugs every day I don't know what I thought of that that's definitely not me but if you put um I I definitely don't want to do drugs every day. You wouldn't say that. You'd say, I want to be clean, healthy and sober every day. So you'd write it in the positive sense. Well, with this, we really are writing exactly what we feel. We are writing it in the negative sense. I don't want to procrastinate. I don't want to eat junk. I don't want to do this. I don't want to do that. Because what we then do with this list, you read through it. You really feel all of it. You feel the emotion of having all these things in your life. And here's the fun part then you burn that shit you burn it so i am a big fan especially recently of ceremoniously burning things i Love it. I have actually just treated myself to a little fire pit because I kept buying disposable barbecues to do these burnings and then it was happening more and more and they're so bad for the environment. So I was like, do you know what? I'm going to get myself a fire pit. Um, but you don't have to use a fire pit. You can literally. So if I'm doing like a very small burning, we did it as like a practice for the feng shui thing. I just take a saucepan. I don't like very much, but it doesn't matter because it truly just. Washes off anyway. But I take a saucepan and I go outside and I light the list and I burn it in the saucepan. And then with the ashes, what you can do what you're supposed to do is then pour those ashes down the sink with lots of water so that it physically runs away from your house what I have done once or twice is I then pour those ashes at the base of a plant in my garden like a tree but I don't actually know if that's bad vibe so I might start doing the whole um down the drain thingamajiggy. But yeah, you're going to burn that shit. And if you want to have a little bit more of a ceremony with it, and you want to feel it a little bit more, I personally haven't done this yet, but I will definitely do it next time, is to write each thing that you want to release on a separate piece of paper so that you're literally reading and burning each one rather than just burning the list as a whole. And you can also read these out loud if you think your neighbours aren't going to be listening and laughing at you. Um, You just do whatever makes you feel good, but it is the intention of burning it and releasing it and letting that shit go. And that's how you do a full moon and a new moon ritual. Are you excited? Are you going to do it? So, we have just had the full moon on Wednesday, just gone. So, two days ago. But guess what? You're not too late. As long as you do a full moon or a new moon ritual around the time of it, like one or two days either side, the energy of the moon is still just as potent. Like it just reaches its pinnacle on those days. But Do you know what? There's no harm in doing it a day or two late. So if you feel like you want to do it tonight, you go ahead and do that. Tag me in your stories. I love to see your rituals and weird shit that we do together. I'm at Francesca Amber or at Law of Attraction Changed My Life. So anyway, that's all I've got to talk to you about this week. I hope that you've enjoyed that. I hope that you will take this on board and actually do it. It's actually a really lovely thing to do. I, like I say, I've done three now. I've done two full moon rituals and I've done one new moon and I really enjoy it. It really makes me feel very connected and in sync with the earth or the moon. It just makes me feel very connected. That's the only way I can describe it. And I feel very like aware of what is happening with all the cycles. And I really love that for me. And I love it for you too. So what else do I have to tell you before I go? I have to say a huge thank you to absolutely everybody that has purchased my new subliminals. You guys have been amazing. Like, I can't believe how many have sold. Um, So I released my initial four, I think two weeks ago now or last week, um, which were wealth, abundance, uh, self-love and success. And you guys have been going mad for them because a lot of you said, which is exactly why I created them is, you don't just want to trust random ones you find on YouTube because you don't know if you can trust what they're saying. And that's exactly how I felt. I didn't trust listening to random ones. And so that's why I created them. And a lot of you put in very specific requests. So the three new ones that are now available are Attracting a Soulmate, Weight Loss and Fitness and Fertility. So these three were highly, highly, highly requested. Um, At the time of recording, the Fertility one hadn't actually uploaded to my website. So do keep checking back if it's not there. She should have uploaded it by the time you listen to this, but we shall have to see. But the other two are definitely on there. And you know what? I have been listening to the Weight Loss and Fitness one just for the last two days since I recorded it. And I really have found myself just making healthier choices. It's so fucking bizarre. So if you look into the research of subliminals, there's a lot of research for people that are where people are quite nervous about if subliminals are put in TV or adverts or films or whatever or music, which is. It's widely known that that does happen. So many companies abuse this um, science, I guess you could call it, like abuse this technique to make people buy things or to make people act a certain way. But what they've said is if you went to a movie and a subliminal flashed up, you would probably be swayed for like unconsciously for like the next hour or two, but it wouldn't really last. For a subliminal to work, you have to listen to it regularly and consistently. So we do advise to listen to whichever subliminal you choose at least once a day for at least 30 days to see a real difference. And you would honestly be amazed at the difference it makes. So the only subliminal I've listened to in the last year has been a wealth one by somebody that I trusted. And I listened to that wealth one purely because she didn't do any others. It was Denise Duffield Thomas's. She didn't do any others. She only did wealth. And so I listened to that pretty much every day for, I would say, like the last six months, nine months. And I would say that the area of my life that accelerated the most has been wealth and finances. So i I'm fucking sold. I am sold, but it's got to the point now where I'm like, I don't just want to manifest wealth for myself. Like I do want to manifest weight loss and fitness. I do want to manifest, um, like maybe a soulmate. I don't know. But I tell you what, when I was recording the pregnancy fertility ones, fuck me, I felt like I had to like switch my brain off from it. And then afterwards, I had to like blow all of the fertility air out of my window. And then I had to like sage myself. And I I just was literally like, please, universe, I didn't mean those things I said that my, my body is ready and fertile for a baby. It is not. It is not. Thank you very much. So, Good Lord, let's just pray for me that I don't get pregnant after recording those. Um, but yeah, they are really, really powerful and um I can't wait to hear your experiences with them. Let me know. Let me know if you enjoy them. Let me know what differences you see. And it's just a nice little thing to add into your Daily ritual kind of toolkit. You know, I'm a huge fan of anything that doesn't really take up any extra time um, or any extra energy or effort. And so that's why I love subliminals. I listen to them as I go to sleep. I listen to them while I'm making dinner. I listen, you know, while I'm having a bath, all these times where, Your brain can just take something in and it's not taking any extra time or effort for you. So yeah, I'm a big fan of them and I hope you are too. Right, I think that's all I've got to say. Um, I will see you bitches next week. Thank you once again for listening. If you enjoy this podcast, please do leave a a five-star review if you can or a rating or review. You know what I'm trying to say. And I will see you bitches next week. The Law of Attraction has changed my life. It's going to change yours too. Bye. to your phone or to your laptop or whatever you fucking want and listen to it wherever you are um so check it out um I'll leave the link down below imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt now imagine them getting even softer over time